Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Kim Akrig and we are talking about how to combine the metaphysical and the physical to manifest the business of your dreams. If you want to learn how to combine woo-woo and work ethic, strategy and manifestation, then stay tuned. This is for you. Today on the show, we're talking about money blocks, which is one of my favorite things to work on with rapid transformational therapy. A lot of the time, I think most of us want to make more money, but we feel blocked around it. Sometimes we feel scared to charge what we're worth. Sometimes we have these limiting patterns around money where it's like, we'll work really hard, we'll earn some money, we'll save it, and then all of a sudden we'll manifest a bill that gets rid of it all again. And the reason for this is really in your subconscious programming from the ages of zero to seven, roughly 14, we are downloading everything we believe about money in the world and everything else as well. And this gets stored in our subconscious, which is responsible for 95% of our behavior. So if we have some weird or icky money stories, then it makes it really hard for us to manifest more money because we're kind of at a cross purpose with ourselves, because our brain has a reason for having these patterns or limiting beliefs around money but the amazing thing is we can change it with rapid transformational therapy rtd combines hypnosis nlp cbt and psychotherapy to get to the root cause of where your block originated from get rid of it and imprint you with new empowering beliefs and the incredible thing about it is that it usually only takes a couple sessions most people report feeling relief after one session which is incredible compared to like imagine spending like 10 years in therapy and not getting anywhere because because the secret is really to working with your subconscious mind because your conscious mind is the thinking part of your mind and the subconscious is the feeling part and we manifest from our feelings and our subconscious beliefs. So if you're curious about trying RTT, I would encourage you to reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at kim.acrig, A-K-R-I-G-G, or you can go to my website for more details. Welcome to the show. Today I'm talking to Sharon Siva and she's a money mindset transformationalist and she works with entrepreneurs to grow their income by transforming their relationship with money. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks, Kim. Thank you so much. That was a very nice introduction. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I'd love to first start by asking you, what's your morning ritual? Morning rituals, so it varies, depends. So I have a weekend morning ritual and a weekday morning ritual, but generally it is always, always after waking up, before I even set my foot on the ground, it's always doing gratitude. Yeah. So I just pick a topic for the day. It could be anything. It could be my husband, my cat, whatever. And then I try to list down at least 10 things to be grateful about them. And once I complete that, I wake up. So I also have my ideal day scripted. So this is basically how my millionaire self or my $10 million self lives their day. So Kim, basically, like what I teach my clients to do is to see their millionaire self, to actually identify who that person is. Um, And the millionaire self is basically who you are once you've actually... Um, gotten everything that you've desired and you're already living that life right yes I love that so yeah so for me it's like my 10 million dollar self and I've scripted three specific scenarios that I keep repeating every day every morning 
because I recorded, I, I wrote it down, recorded my voice, and then I just played, played every day so that the main reason to do this is to introduce my brain to this new life that I want to be living. And that is really, really powerful, Kim. So that's basically what I do um, in the morning. I mean, besides, yeah, having breakfast and things like that. But I think what you're talking about is the mindset work. Am I right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And is it something that's kind of had to evolve for you over time? Like at one point you wrote down something and then you kind of achieved it all. And you were like, oh, now I need to kind of dream a little bit bigger because I've already achieved that. Yeah, absolutely. And the, it, it keeps changing also because just to script that ideal day that I will be living once I have my ideal income, that took a while as well, right? So it's not, it's a lot of fun, but it's not as easy as, you know, I'm just going to script something one day and this is going to be it. It's never it. Mm. right because it keeps changing depending on because you start evolving every time you're doing some form of money work you 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 are evolving you're expanding and then a couple of weeks down the road you think hmm you know I want this millionaire self of mine I want them to be living bigger so yes let's add that into the into the script and so that also helps for me, it's I think it's the mantra of you know don't worry if it's not perfect this is not going to be it you know, you can always change it. You can always add to it. And then it keeps, it keeps going. But to answer your question, absolutely, I have actually, I have a very interesting story. I don't know if we have time for this, Kim. I just want to yeah, share. Yeah, so I just want to share something that happened quite a few years back. And that point of my life, my business was not doing very well. And I actually had many months of zero income and it was quite, uh, you know, down and depressing and dark and all those things, definitely. But then I was also doing money work and I thought, okay, so I'm not going to forget doing this. So I just started writing my ideal day. And that was probably my first time ever doing this. And in my script, I had three components to that script. One was I wanted um, to get a six-figure income. Second was I wanted to, and this was very, very clear in my mind, I, wa- I actually saw myself being applauded by people around me for a job well done. So that was number two. And number three, uh, I wanted to travel because <clears throat> in my script, I actually wrote that my job involved traveling. And I specifically wrote about traveling to Rome to see the Trevi Fountain, right? Mm. And I made it really juicy. I was standing in front of the fountain and I could hear the trickling of the water and everything. I could hear people talking around me. So it just made it really, really good. And of the three things, uh, okay, long story short, all three things manifested. But of the three things, the thing that came to me first was the uh, trip to Rome. It wasn't only Rome. So two weeks later, I had the opportunity to actually travel Europe. So I traveled to about like 15 to 16 countries in Europe. And of course, when I actually was in front of the Trevi Fountain, it was a goosebumps moment, right? Because it was like, I literally wrote it two weeks ago. And then I came back from my trip. And about a few months later, I got, I, I got my income, my six figure income. So that was, it was really brilliant because you were, you were just thinking about, you know, um, just doing this work and then you land this huge client, corporate client. 
and and that that was my six figure income and of course in that role i was more of a consultant so in that role there was a moment where my clients i was there there was an award ceremony i organized it and my client was there my client said oh sham did a brilliant job let's give her a round of applause and and it was exactly like what i had written you know i was standing there and everyone around me were just applauding me and i mean you can you can imagine anything you can script anything and from that experience i realized that it's going to come true mm. yeah that's right? so have powerful had, yeah have you had something like that before kim Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I am always journaling on like my ideal day and like creating vision boards and like writing oh. down what I want to create and it it's so true like every time I do it it all ends up coming true or something better happens like it's just a matter of like following the guidance waiting for it and like being patient and like being proactive and it always shows up. Absolutely my goodness that is so good. You're doing powerful stuff as well. Yeah, I mean it's It's the way of life that I'm like I wish everyone knew about this because it's like you are always intentionally creating your surroundings and your reality so we have to be like particular about what we decide that we want to create and what we focus on because whatever we focus on is what we get. Absolutely. And I think the key word here is deliberate, right? And, mm. and you 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 said that as well. You really have to be like present and and you have to do the work that's okay. the work it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of fun receiving it but you have to do the work mm. yeah i think yeah. it's such an important point to make because i think sometimes people think that they're like oh well if i just write it down that's enough and i'm like well no like you do need to be taking action and moving towards it as well so it can come to you yeah but can i ask you kim if you don't mind so with you right why do you think it's so important to do the work daily Do you have any idea? Mm, like having like a a mindset practice daily or Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so important because it's like our mind is like a muscle. It's like you wouldn't go to the gym just once and expect to be super fit. So it works in the same way that we need to be so conscious about what we're doing every day, what we're creating, what we're choosing to focus on, like what mood we're in. I think because everything comes from the inside out like the outer world is just a projection of our inner world so when you mm-hmm. get the inner world right the outer world has to match up. Yeah. And that's absolutely true and and I loved how you said that um your brain is is actually a muscle and and it's you know uh, constant work that's going to strengthen it. And so like in my coaching programs for example or even in my Facebook group uh, whenever I do lives whenever I put out content I also talk about the neuroscience aspect of this money work right the brain science part of it and so I'm a certified directive communication psychology trainer where I actually train corporate in in how they can optimize their brain when they're doing you know performance when they're hitting targets achievements mm. and things like that so what i realize is and this is so so crucial our brain right our brain is actually designed to be super efficient mm. okay so when we are faced with a situation and you're thinking about how to solve it the think the thinking part of it takes a lot of brain energy and the brain does not like that okay because the brain wants to as much as possible conserve its energy because 
So I said the brain wants to be efficient. The other purpose is to keep us safe. So have you heard of the amygdala hijack before? Yes, absolutely. But explain for everyone who doesn't know. Yeah. So the, it, the amygdala hijack is basically, and I think a lot of people have heard about the fight or flight um, response. It's when your brain goes into a mode to 100% try to protect you from threat. So this was really helpful, especially because, you know, when our ancestors were living out there in the wild, threats like this were real every single day, right? So it's like a wild animal standing right beside you. It's a very possible thing. And so the brain was actually designed to protect us from these threats. And a part of the brain called the amygdala, that brain, so that part of the brain just controls that, make sure that we, we are always protected, make sure that we're extremely safe. And how do you know the amygdala is in action is when, let's say you do face a threat, you do see a wild animal or whatever, and then you immediately get you know, scared and then you start to freeze or you become numb and then you start sweating and things like that. It's just a response or your response towards fear. And <clears throat> Once upon a time ago, this was very, very important, right? That's how the human race survived. But today, threats can be anything, right? So just just being in the same room as someone, say your spouse or your mom, and your mom has that scowl on her face, right? She she looks upset and you immediately have a feeling, oh, what did I do wrong, right? So that's the amygdala hijacking. And so when this happens, the dangerous part about this is that the entire brain kind of freezes so because the amygdala that part of the brain has taken over and then you stop being able to think rationally or logically right so Mm. the brain what in the brain's attempt to protect you it needs a lot of energy to go into that space where you know it starts over uh powering everything else just to make sure that you have a proper fight or flight response. So if you see, you do see a wild animal, you either run away or you fight it, right? So that's what the fight or flight response is. And the thing is that that, because that takes a lot of energy, the brain tries to conserve energy doing anything else. Okay. And that includes responding to -to day-to-day situations. And that's basically what's happening. So instead of So the brain, when you face anything, right, let's say you're working and you want to think about something, okay, so the brain uses a lot of energy to think about stuff and it rather not. So what it does is it digs deep into your memory to see how you've responded to certain scenarios in the past and it's just going to copy and paste that memory to how you respond, Mm. okay? So for example, uh, say you want to lose weight, uh, you want to get into this fitness regime, and it's new to you. So before this, you wake up at 9am, and then you do your stuff. And now you have set the alarm for 5am, you're very excited, because 5am is when you want to actually go do your runs. And this is something you've never done before. So you, you're very excited, you buy your shoes, you buy your clothes, everything, right, you have the schedule, you're like, so excited. And then you, yeah, the first morning, yeah, it's successful. You wake up at five and then you start doing it. And of course it's difficult, but then you complete it. Second day, okay. And then you realize that it it gets difficult. It's getting difficult for you to change this because, and, and that's why some people say, you know, you have to be stronger. You have to have more willpower. If you want to do it, you can. 
But I have a different theory about it because the brain is actually working against you when you want to introduce a change that is beneficial to you, right? Working out, being fit, this is really, really good for you. But the brain doesn't care. The brain works in patterns. So the brain is going to say, no, we've been, we've been waking up at 9 a.m. for the past five years. That's what we're going to keep doing. Because for me, right, for the brain, it's just easier to do what you've always done. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. This is something actually I work with a lot of my clients around. I work as like an RTT practitioner. And what we do is we go back and we find out like when did that pattern start and how we can rewrite it. And then we create like new beliefs and new neural pathways so that they get a new outcome. So I loved hearing it explained this way. It was amazing. Yeah. And and it is really powerful because that's what is kind of stopping us from making the changes that we want to make, mm. right? So I keep telling my clients as well, the reason why you're not changing or the reason why, so because I work predominantly with entrepreneurs mm. to fix or, or to actually help them to get the income that they're not seeing in their business, right? They put in all this hard work. They have all these big dreams. They want to spend more time with the family. They want to leave a legacy behind, but it's just not like the amount of work that they're putting in is not being reciprocated into their income. And that's frustrating, right? And so this, the reason why you're not getting that income is because your brain has not adjusted to the fact that, ah, okay, so, you know, maybe in the past you, you've seen your parents work really hard for money and as a result, you've picked that up subconsciously. Your brain has detected that pattern and then here you are, right? You are working hard. Sometimes the money doesn't come in and then you go back and then you go see what's another limiting belief that I might have. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually worked with a client where her father was on his dying bed and he was actually, he used to be an entrepreneur and he stopped being an entrepreneur because it was just not making him money. And every single day after that, when, because he got a job and stuff, he regretted that decision. So on his dying bed, he told my client and her brother, he told them, you know, you have to make something of yourself. You really have to never, ever, ever give up. Right. So although that's a very good advice, sometimes um, when you're in that cycle, you don't even know why you're not giving up. Like, you know, you don't even know why, like certain things when it doesn't jive with you and it's not aligned to you, you don't even know how to break away from it because it's something that's ingrained in you. Oh, dad said before he passed away that, you know, that he doesn't want he didn't raise quitters and I'm not going to uh, quit this, you know, no matter what I want. So, so there are lots of limiting beliefs that are holding us back from either getting the money we want, getting relationships we want, health we want, whatever. What do you think, Kim, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And is this kind of why people sort of struggle so much with their income and like getting clients and sales? It's because like they already have these old patterns or like these limiting beliefs and they're not supporting what they're kind of trying to create. Yeah. So there, there's actually a conflict that gets created within us when we want to try to introduce something new and we don't know that limit that's been holding us back for so long that is the issue now the issue now is we don't know what the limit is we don't know what's been holding us back 
And only when we deliberately and consciously go think about it and think, okay, why am I not making money in business, right? And then you can actually link it to something that has happened in your past. And then you can start healing, releasing, forgiving, whatever that needs you know, to be released. And then you will see not only money, but abundance and a lot of goodness coming into many areas of your life. So an example is another client of mine. Now, she, is, she had about three businesses, okay? And her, uh, two of her businesses were really doing very well. And money just refused to come in through one of the business, the third business. And she loved that business the most because it was a lot of her, you know? It was, it was what she felt she really wanted to do for the rest of her life. But nothing was coming in. And so she was very uh, frustrated about it. So when we actually went back to look at her past, there was an instance where she had a conversation with her mother and her mother had expressed that entrepreneurship is not a good thing. It's difficult. And her mother had actually told her straight to her face that she's failing. And she kind of, it upset her at that point. But when she continued living her life and her business, it never really came up, you know, so she just, she thought she brushed it away. But the impact of that, when her mother called her a failure, was so huge that it cannot be ignored. Mm -hmm. And then when we went back, remembering that the brain detects patterns, we went back way back to when she first started one of her first businesses and also found out that every time she would get a success in a business, even if it was, you know, someone expressing interest in her service, she would remember getting into an argument with her mother, either about the business or about something totally different. So her entire block, right, was actually connected to her mother and her relationship with her mother. And until and unless, because she knew that her success in business would equal her mother being upset, right? And you love your mother, so you don't want her to be upset. So the brain has made conclusions and associations to things that we don't know. We don't realize, but the brain has made a summary. The brain says, oh, if it's anything business-related, mom's going to be unhappy. So let's try not to be successful. Mm. You know, and it really shows. It's very easy to know that you have blocks. You might not know what the blocks are straight up, but then it's very easy to know because you will be struggling in some area. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And how can people sort of start to identify like what their blocks are around money? Yeah. So there are many ways. And for me, one of the most powerful ways is to always come from a different money story. So I believe that what the money story that you're living in now, this is your current or old money story. Okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever is being reflected in your money story right now, how much income you make, how you feel about paying your bills, how you feel when there's a sudden unexpected expense that's come in, say a relative is ill and then there's a big medical bill and you didn't expect that. How you feel about every single thing related to money will tell me or will actually tell yourself about the money story that you're living. 
Okay, so if it has always had that tightness, that it's not necessarily, so a lot of people say when you're negative about money, it's not that you want to be negative. It's just whenever you feel that tightness within you when it comes to any of these money scenarios that I mentioned or more, then you know for sure that you have a money block. Mm. Okay, yeah. and and a very quick way to, to see that if it's if money's not flowing. So the, when you start detecting your money blocks and then opening those channels, then you'll see money coming. I'll tell you a story about that a little later. But to answer your question, how do we detect what exactly those blocks are? And this is where, like I always tell my clients, you're able to do this 100% yourself. Okay. And I ask them to connect to their millionaire self. See, there's a great mm. power connecting to that version of yourself that has already achieved everything that you want because that version of yourself is still you. Mm-hmm. She and or he, uh, they've actually gone through the struggles that you have. But now they found a solution. And, you know, wherever they are, they're in the future. You, the, the benefit of having them pulling you towards them is that you're not going to do it someone else's way, right? You're going to do it your way. So I always tell them, tap into your millionaire self. First, identify her or him. Tap into her every day. And I still do this today, right? I was just sitting earlier having breakfast. And I was thinking about how to release a particular block of mine. And then I just asked her, right? So that's $10 million sham. And I asked her, I said, tell me what you did to release this. Mm -hmm. Because she would have already done it, Mm -hmm. right? And then... I will be pulled towards you. So when you start asking questions out loud, what I've realized is, and I don't know if you've shared a similar experience, Kim, but what I've realized is when you start asking questions out loud, you're going to get the answers. One way or other, you are going to get the answer. Right? Have yeah. you experienced that before, Kim? Yeah, absolutely. I love to like create voice notes for myself. Or <laughs> I just will like journal it out. Like I'll literally just ask myself the questions and like, write whatever comes out exactly and usually the answer is very aligned to you correct absolutely every time yeah so that's beautiful so always tap into that version of yourself and ask and after you ask the next step i tell my clients do is watch what comes up and usually it's a memory that suddenly pops up and it's never just suddenly or accidentally It's always purposeful. So every memory that pops up after you ask that question is something that you need to heal to experience a better money story. And if you keep doing this and you keep healing and releasing, and then new memories will pop up. And sometimes weeks later, the same memory pops up. So you just have to continually heal whatever pops up. And I think that's a very effective way to start unblocking what's blocked. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, this conversation was so amazing. Can you tell everyone where you can they can find you online? Okay, sure. So I would like to um, encourage people to join my Facebook group. Mm. Um, it's called Money Mindset Mastery with Sham Siva. And because I do lives almost every day on something money related, how to shift your mindset, and we also have the five-day challenge where I show you how to step into your millionaire self, which has been extremely powerful. Lots of people, actually lots of my members have already started um, seeing money and abundance coming into various channels of their lives. 
And I think this group is just very, very positive. It has all that energy to uplift you, to continue doing your own work um, with money. And you can also find out how to work with me if you're ready or if that's what you think you want to go into. Amazing. Thank you so much. This conversation was amazing. Thanks, Kim. Thanks for having me. So there you have it. I hope you loved this episode. I love working with people on removing their money blocks and understanding the psychology of it because I think a lot of us were just taught if you work harder, you make more money, but that's not the case because there's a lot of people who work really hard and they don't have a lot of money and hustling and working is a finite resource. Whereas when you change your energy, that is infinite and you can create everything that you could ever imagine when you start working with the power of your imagination and your subconscious mind. So if you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. Just scroll to the bottom of the screen in the iTunes app and there's a little star and you can leave us a nice message. And it means so much to me when you leave a rating and review because that's how we really grow in the podcast ranks and that's how we can get the show to more people and just spread the message about how it's really your inner world that dictates your outer world and hard work and hustle are not part of the equation. So that's it for me for today and I hope you have an amazing day. I will talk to you next week.